episode of Cast and Wax because um, you might remember last episode when uh, we got an email from our good friend Charles Berman saying that they had recorded some radio serials and wondering if we wanted to play them on the show or that was kind of hinted at. Uh, well, I had said I hadn't listened to them yet and that was true, but now I have. And having listened to them, I've discovered that they're amazingly cool. So guess what, guys? I'm going to play them on the podcast. I ran out of radio serials. Fans of the podcast said, we've got radio serials. We're making them. We we can make radio serials. And they did. And they made them. And they're awesome. Now, okay. I will say that's not an open invitation to just make a million radio serials. If you're interested in making one, go ahead. You know, don't do it for me. Do it for you. Because it's fun. But uh, at any rate, the, but you know, they did. And these are people who, I mean, let's be honest. These are also mostly people who I collaborated with on the previous radio serials. Long story short, we're going to be premiering some new stuff. Tonight we only have one because it's a really big one. Uh, and as a result of how big this new one is, we, uh, we have a, a, an extra short everything else. Uh, we're just going to have a little bit of talking. We only have one of my hosts with me. Uh, let me introduce him right now. Mr. Frank Allen. Hello, Frank. How's it going? It's, uh, it's good. Uh, now, why am I the only one here? Well, before before we get to that, uh, you should introduce yourself, you know, say a bit who you are. Hi, everybody. I'm Frank Allen. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show. I'm also an incredibly good show host in general. Very, very concise. Um, anyway, the reason that you're here is because you remember last episode, we were I was just talking about um, the email from Charles Berman where, where he sent in an email saying, about radio serials and all. Yeah, I remember that, of course. And then I pointed out how uh, there was one called Frankly Speaking, and maybe that was a ripoff of you. Yeah, of I, obviously I remember that. Well, I have some interesting news, Frank. Okay, what is it? Well, I listened to Frankly Speaking, and I'm going to play it for you just in a moment. Um, and I have some news about it. Uh, the name is actually uh, a reference to um, you. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh... I wasn't, again, I wasn't sure how you were going to take that, but... They're ripping me off, so it's a show that's ripping rips me well, off. Well, no, that's the other piece of news. It's not, it's not a rip-off show, no. So then what is it? I mean, if they're taking my, I, I do Frank Allen interviews, I do Frank, you know, Allen's this and that and the other thing, and then they're going to say, frankly speaking, in reference to me, how is it not a rip-off of me? Well, I, I will show you. Um, I don't want to tell you just yet, uh, but we do, we're going to play that. It's, it's kind of on the long side. Uh, don't worry, everybody, it's great. Um, but it is on the long side. So, Frank, we're going to sit here and listen to it. Um, but first, before we do that, we're just going to get uh, our normal thing out of the way, which is we're going to play you some Where Are They Now in History? Uh, well, some This Day in History, and then Where Are They Now in History? And hopefully, you will all enjoy that. 
Welcome to This Day in History on WHRW Binghamton. I'm the narrator filling in for Rory Sinjin. On September 13, 1940, Mussolini's forces finally crossed the Libyan border into Egypt, achieving what the Duce calls the glory Italy had sought for three centuries. All right, we have finally made it into Libya. Now we will add this to Ethiopia and Etretia, and we will have a glorious African empire. I don't know, that sounds kind of dangerous. No, 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 do not worry. It is just the desert. I have you all equipped with shorts and shirt sleeves. No worries. Well, I don't like wearing shorts or short sleeves. Well, take it all off. It's okay. Well, can I Can I wear my parka? Because I like my... It's, it looks pretty Hey, good. Tommies, look. They're the Italians. Let's get them. <laughs> Oh no! We should have had bulletproof vests or something else! They're not wearing any armor! They're not wearing any combat clothing! They don't have any bullets! Wait, they don't have any bullets? Quickly, let's rush them! You don't have any bullets! Oh no! Die! And because they were wearing short sleeves and shorts, Mussolini's forces got not only shot, but also sunburnt. Remember to always wear appropriate clothing for the difficult job you're about to do. This is the narrator for Rory Sinjin on WHRW's This Day in History. Hey, narrator. Yes. Is Roy Sinjin coming back? He's recovering and will be back soon. Hooray! In fact, here I am now. My name's Roy Sinjin, and this is Where Are They Now in History on Cast and Wax. And while that was the death of the Italian forces, it was not the death of Italian fashion. The world did learn the lesson that we should always wear the appropriate clothing for the difficult job we're going to do, but they also said, why didn't they want to wear the appropriate clothing at the time? Well, they knew the answer was because they wanted to look fashionable. So they called up Lord Vanton Zest, who was, of course, the world's expert on fashion, and they said, how can we make things that are both efficient and fashionable? And he said, of course, alchemy, and he used alchemy to make the most glamorous and efficient clothing that one has ever seen. In fact, people were able to wear t-shirts and shorts that not only acted as bulletproof vests and deflected bullets, they also deflected bullets on the parts where you could see that skin, you know, like the, the part of the arm that stuck out of the, of the short sleeve, by using protective force fields created from alchemy, turning the oxygen in the air into iron. They were under a brand called El Duce, and it became the most popular brand in the world. Everyone would be carrying guns much more often because everyone knew that everyone else was protected from gunfire. So they would just go, hey, we're, you know, we're going to the beach, we're going to bring our guns, and we're just going to shoot a little bang, 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 you know? And no one would ever get hurt because obviously this alchemical protection that El Duce provided was very, very efficient and very good. My name is Roy Sinjin and this is Where Are They Now in History on Captain Wax. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, uh, to Frankly Speaking, which it's a joke on Frank Allen. Because we're speaking to on the podcast, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm Hank Fallon. Uh, this is um, uh, my other host here. Yeah, my name is Ed Jones. I uh, I am a big fan of Frank Allen's myself. And, one uh, one of the one of the big fans. Just, yeah. just one, just yeah. one of the not big the fans. biggest fan. Obviously, well, I, I I might give them a run for their money. Well, you might give them a run, but you right. wouldn't get the money. And we've also got our third host here, the the upcoming Frank Allen fan. It's soon going to be one of the the biggest fans. Oh, hi. 
What's your What's your name for the uh, uh, if we get listeners? Uh, uh, my name's Cheryl. Yeah. All right. Um. So this is episode. Uh, do we want to say episode one or forty? All right. Well, I mean, well, I mean, we. Uh, it's really. I mean. I know this is the first one we're going to publish, but I mean, we have, we do have the other thirty nine. Yeah, just, we, like content. It was just me and you talking. I thought, like, I thought, kind of gushing for forty minutes about how much we love Frank Allen. Because Frank started just recording for himself. That if we want to really be good hosts, like I can't do it. it we we want to be really good. We, yeah, we got to do it like Frank. Yeah. So we started like that, but I think we're ready for the big time on the internet. Um, which is why we got a special episode together. God. A special episode. I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, Cheryl, who do we have for this this episode? Are you excited as I am? Um, I'd maybe I'd be a little more excited if you, I don't know, took my blindfold off. Oh, sorry. You can't even see who they are. Hold on. Just like, here, I got, hold on. I got part of it. Can you see under there? I'm not good at undoing knots. It'd probably be better without all the fuzzies on the edges of it. Hold on, I'll get a knife. Just close your eyes while I oh, do this. I mean, we can leave it on. Okay, leave it on. yeah. Uh, anyway, we got some pretty great... Well, we got some guests here. That Seriously, they met Frank Allen. Wow. That is which a- is, I like, if I met Frank Allen, I, I would have to try not to scare him, but... They seriously met Frank That's Allen. Totally awesome. Yeah, and we're gonna discuss with them the. Hold on, the question of the week. Uh, should we say? Should we say that? To, should we try that again? Say it together. Okay. Right, yeah. Right? Sorry. I, I sometimes I jump in ahead of Ed. I'm kind of more excited about it's Frank. All, than it's, he all, is. it's all right. All right. I know. I know. We're you gonna had, discuss. I know we had talked about that. You too, Cheryl. Why didn't you do it? Question of the week. Yeah, oh, no, for, oh, okay. Discuss okay. the question uh, of the week. week. Yeah. Are Frank's home recordings canon? Because he did them and they're Frank, but we've only heard rare snippets. And I've got some of them. I've probably got more than you do. Um, we Like, we've heard some of them, but do they count? Because they were never on the show. And... Uh, Jordan never published them, so canon or not? Possibly, I I personally think they're canon. I mean, I'm, uh, I I you know it's it's early stuff. It's kind of like it's kind of like is is a painting. Yeah, a painting before the artist died and got famous. Exactly. You know, it's, it's still uh, yeah, uh, canon. You know, because I've got. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what canon is. It's like it it really counts. If it's canon, it's real. Oh, all right. Because you're talking about like you, like you shoot stuff. That's a gun. Like, oh, okay. I've got some of those recordings, like, and I'm not going to say how I got them, especially if Frank ever lets <laughs> I hope Frank listens. But I, I got some of them, and, like, if they weren't canon, the ones I have wouldn't count, which would, like, be really disappointing. So, seriously, they're canon. I've collected them. I've got an impressive, seriously, it's impressive amount. Of, I've got a few of them. All right. So let's get to our, like, do you want to do our guest? Cheryl, introduce him. There are some people outside of my blindfold that have not yet untied me. That thing looks, yeah. that thing looks, re- that thing looks really tight, like your forehead's turning purple. Isn't it normal? i kind of colorblind. I'm, All right. Okay. I, 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 just, I just won't press the issue. But this is like, we're going deep in Frank Allen lore and history here. Tell us your name. This is the man who went to high school with Frank? Hi, everybody. Wow. Hi. Um, can you... 
<coughs> can you hear me? Is it okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. We're in the same room. I know. I'm just. I just. If we're okay. Uh, hi, my name is Nathan. Nathan Van Etten. Um, it's a pleasure to be here to speak about Frank Allen, whom whom I am. Who I'm. I'm at him. I'm at him. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Was, I, I I believe so I may have nice. shaken his hand on on occasion. Did you, did you? Were you aware when you shook his hand how monumental that would be? In the future, I'm, I'm gonna say probably. Yes. Awesome. Oh man. Great answer. I, I felt something when the skin was touching. It was there was. Did it feel like destiny? Were you friends with Frank? I was. Maybe he did on occasion address me in the cafeteria about the lunchables that were handed out. He he was a very kind-hearted man. I will admit I that. I never knew what Frank's likes to eat before. Well, I could, I could. Should I tell you that? Yeah. Do you want to hear oh that? God. Well, we're like the, are we talking the tacos or like the the pizza bowl, the the pizza lunchables? Well, we'll just guess. I want to give. I'm, the I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say pizza. Okay, pizza. What do you think? Oh God, there's so many kinds. Like there's ones with pepperoni, right? I'm gonna. They, I think Ed's right. Pizza. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pizza. tell you. Are you ready for this? I'm, yeah, I'm so ready. Tater tots with the cheese that's in the middle of it. Get out of here. A man of style. I'm gonna and get taste. those wow. for him. All right. Um. So yeah, did were you like? Did you know he was gonna be a host, or was he well, already hosting stuff? He uh he was in the uh the Glee Club, and he did all sorts of Glee stuff. Like he was just he was everywhere. I never turned and did not see him just doing. He was always. Causing a commotion in the local area about how awesome everything was that he touched, and and eventually there was gold to be found in that Midas. I'll tell you, sir, it was there was something there. I'm I, I can't even. I'm getting really hot. Can I get some water or something? This yeah, yeah, Cheryl, Cheryl, hang on that water. Yeah. Oh, you can't see. Oh, did did oh, you okay, ever? I got it. Thanks. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you ever tape him? If by any chance, like oh no, tape it was strictly forbidden. Of the Taping. Glee club, Whoa, did you no. tape the Glee club? Oh, the Glee club was also they were they were uh, they had apparently recorded him, but I I'd like to assume for reasons of of a uh, serious you know legal documentation refused to admit the films into the general public, so I believe they are locked away in some secret vault labeled Glee OMG. All right, I'll look for. I mean, yeah, all right, so they're locked up. Uh, did. Like, what was his interested in back then? Um, I think you meant to say what was he interested in grammatically. Um, he was interested in himself mostly, but the That's more Frank. the more I began to 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 study his character as my as a tenth grade detective, I realized that he was interested in all all things great and small. He was a true humanitarian. Um. Did he solve any murders in the high at school? At least four of them. Oh, you, had, you, had four, you had at least four murders in your high school. I, well, I'm not allowed to talk about that part. But oh, there was, there I, were, uh, there were. I'm not allowed to reveal all of the the details of said policings. But he most definitely used his his crime solving noodleage and and just conquered all foes in his path. He is a paragon of integrity. Whatever that word is, times three, my friend. Yes. All right. It was great. Now, oh man. Now, was his like he had 
did he get proud because he had the better grades than everybody else? You know what? He was so humble about it. You never saw him boast or brag, um, except for the one time that he beat out Shirley MacLaine for who could spell out Mississippi fastest using only one I. He, 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 like Attila the Hun across the Mongolian plain just conquered all in his path. I was, I was a guest and am truly honored to have been present for that moment. I usually have to keep both my eyes open to spell and I'm impressed. When Frank, like, he was probably too cool for you, right? Well, have you seen me? Yeah. God. Don't laugh at me! No, I'm never not. That's, that's really okay, actually. I'm just thinking of knowing Frank. Cheryl, do you have any questions? Um. Uh, no. Um. Well, surely you have to have at least one. I am the guest speaker. Well, it, it doesn't really sound like you knew him, so why are you here? I. What? I knew him! I knew him! Like a. I knew him quite muchly, thank you, blindfolded purple head of yours. How dare you insult my integ- I will not stand for this. Whoa, whoa, it's, it's, oh, no, stay, stay in the chair, stay I will in the chair. Sit, I will oh, whoa, stand. hold on. The no, gentleman relax. will sit. It's okay. The gentleman okay. is correct in sitting. She's a newbie. She, we only showed right. her like a few francs, like, listening to him. But, so she doesn't I won't really, take yeah. it as personally as it's I okay. should. It's all right, all right. It's all right. All right, so we. This is why we're showing. We're putting this one up online because not only do we have someone who knew Frank like a long time. By the way, do you have a yearbook? Oh yeah, four of them, is, at least maybe five if I can Frank, piece that last one together. Is Frank in all of them? He's two pages away from me. Can I like get the page of that? Two pages. Could you what? I'll, I'll talk to you after did, the podcast. Oh, holy, did he sign your yearbook? <gasps> I was waiting in line for two and a half hours, but unfortunately, his Sharpie ran out of ink before I even got to I know that feeling. Worst I'm not getting his I wept blood it's at terrible. Jones. Blood. That's, that's Lots of that's it. horrifying. Lots of it. Terrible. That's All right. So skinny. We've got, like, this is the most impressive episode ever, unless we, we ever get Frank on here. But we've got, like, a couple people that know him from recent times. Including his, like, step or, like, what do you call your roommate's stepfather? Uh, Strother. Step, stepfather, mate? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. It was Something good. like that. Yeah. Thomas Edison. Thomas Alva. Thomas Alva. Did somebody Thomas call my name? Dead. No, he's over there. He's right there. Hi. She can't oh, see. Oh, oh the blindfold. Can... Right. Hold, hold on. I have a tool for just this kind of emergency. I invented it myself. I know. And there we go, ma'am. Thank you. Anytime. And behold, Thomas Alva Edison. Yeah. Hi. You were on Debatatorium. I totally was. What was it like? Um, well, I've had so many experiences that describing any one of them seems silly. Have you ever leapt off of Mount Everest into a bowl of pudding? Not with the bowl of pudding. Remember the time you left off Mount Everest? And um, add in a bowl of pudding at the end of it. That makes it a lot tastier, the yes. whole thing. Being on Debatatorium was very different from that in a number of important ways. I'm getting a completer picture all the time. I understand. Even, even with the uh, protective glass barrier? 
The necessary protective glass barrier. That's getting more necessary by the second. Thomas Edison, like... Yes. Are you part of the reason why Frank is so great? Did you, like, invent a radio hosting machine? Well, technically, I don't like to brag about me, but radio was something that was invented while I was alive, and as a result is part of the enormous web of things that I personally take responsibility for. And so, yes, Frank Allen owes every aspect of his success to my efforts. God, guys, what was your favorite part of the the Edison episodes? Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, probably probably the, part, the part where Frank talks. Part yeah, because he, he was talking to Edison. Super good. The part uh, where Nikola Tesla gets the crap kicked out of him. Which one? That, that's true. Which that was Nikola that, Tesla? Yeah. Well, look, in, yeah. In fairness, yeah, that that was a good feeling. I won't lie. It felt good. Good feelings. It heard good. Yes. It heard really good. Felt good on my ear balls. All right. Yep. You you do the next one, like and the next one. You, the next yeah. One. Our next. Okay. All right. Um. Our next, like, uh, like, forgive me because I'm not, I'm nowhere near as good of a host as, like, you know, Frank Allen is. No, well, um, like, but who is? Uh, Let's be honest. Nobody. Me. That's a standard you cannot possibly exactly. hold yourself to. But uh, our, our next not. guest, uh, our next guest was luckily also on Debatatorium. We have Alice Wilcox here with us. Uh, Alice, are you with us? She is. She is. Like, out, I like know because we're not yes. as good as Frank. We're gonna put people to sleep. That's the Hold on, let me get uh, my yeah. debutante poking stick. Uh, I invented this too. Kick her. Mm. Alice? Mm. Ah! Where, where am I? She was in the corner the whole time. Yes, it was, wow. uh, that's where she stays. That is impressive hijacking right there. Uh, this is two girls on the one podcast. Yes. I'm trying not to freak out. Stop yeah. making it worse. What's going on? What do you remember about Frank? Who? Frank. Frank, Frank Allen, obviously. <laughs> this uh. is this is frankly speaking the podcast of the Alienist Society, Frank Allen's Appreciation Club. What? We're we're all three of us uh. members. Uh. Ed and Cheryl, right, uh. Cheryl? Uh. Ooh, Frank Allen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was he that guy? Yes, he is that guy. He is always that guy. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's a douche. Whoa. Oh, that's right. You have committed a fault. Do you know how to, like, take parts out after we make the podcast? I do. I I can help you edit it. We can can work on it. Frank Frank Allen was great until he... Reacquainted me with my son. What in oh. in, a, in, a, in a part of the humanitarian my son, effort? My son, who is now, has the brain of a chimp. He brings which, families together. Which was funny at first. It was funny at first. There was poo flying around, but then so he, bring, he brought laughter into your but life. But then he see. didn't. But then that my chimp son wouldn't clean it up like I told him. So I owe this messy house that I had to sell. I had to sell. So you got money because no. What? Now did did the did the poo decrease the property value of the house? Surely oh, not by a great amount. Of course it did. That's that is so unfortunate. So now, thanks to Frank Allen, I I don't fall. I, don't I live fall in my car. 
Well, a, man, the life of a nomad must be quite acceptable. Adventurous. Quite ex- exhilarating. Exactly. It, in comparison to a house filled with poo uh, that your chimp son will uh, not clean. What? Frank Ooh, Allen's awesome. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't remember when we in. listened to that episode. Yeah, of course I do. Every single one of them. That was a great episode. Yeah. Oh, that all was a great episode. That was awesome. Was that a tractor fiction or a debatatorium? It doesn't matter. Does no. it, it had Frank Allen on it. Come exactly. on. Yeah. Someday I'm gonna let you listen to my home tapes. Maybe. Oh, someday. Yeah. If you, if I mean, honestly, I've seen your collection. If you had a nickel for every, for every home tape you've got your hands on, you would have like, like seventy five cents. That is wait. Oh man, that's a lot of tapes. That yeah. is true. Are they sixty or ninety minutes? They're, it depends. Some of, some, I, they're some not of all on both sides. I don't think Frank always knows how to do that. Oh, yeah. but still, that's awesome. As I say, there's uh, there's a, the, the LP and the SP. Yeah. Thing. As someone who has a house made of nickels, let me tell you guys, if you had a nickel for every one of those home tapes, yeah, that's that's an addition. Okay. <laughs> no okay. way. And nickel guy. Nickel guy, can I... Thomas Alva Edison, madam. Thomas Alva Nickel Guy, can I, can I just stay in your nickel house? I'll bring booze. You know what? As an honorary Green Lantern, it is my duty to help the homeless, and so yes, I think Frank would approve of the booze. I I think so as well. I think there's very little that he would disprove. <laughs> if, oh, <laughs> oh, Frank Allen booze. <laughs> if yeah. I were if I were Frank Allen, let me tell you, I would definitely approve of booze. If I ooh, would imbibe whenever possible. If I can if I can inquire of the hosts that perhaps uh, I yeah. may ask a question. Yeah. Uh, is that an inquiry? No, the next one is. Oh, okay. Do okay. It. Do um, it. Yes. In, in you know lieu of the hosts. Magnificent jobs. That's like a that's like a toilet in England, right? L I E. I think that's just a guy. Lou. Lou? Anyway, yeah. from a we go. We should yeah. we yeah. should go around the room and say, if you were Frank Allen, what would you do first? Oh my God, you had to bring it up. I what? You I I'm so br- excited. Please, can we do so this? I first, I would give myself my autograph first of all. Oh man, and then. I would shake my own hand and talk to myself and interview myself. Then I would tape the interview of myself just to record that I got to talk to myself. And then that would be a Frank Allen interview and another Frank Allen interview. But it would be like two Frank Allen interviews because I'd be interviewing myself. And then, then you could take both tapes and play them side by side. It would be like Frank Allen interviewing himself on tape. Jeez. And you could record that and that would be another Frank Allen interview. What? I was obviously not prepared for the level of the answers would, to this question. Would the recording generated in this manner be canon? And then I'd solve a murder. Yes, because I'd be Frank Allen. He would be Frank Allen. You know, that would, interesting. Would be you know, so. you are not Frank Allen. Okay, we're not Frank Allen, and you know, this all started out really cute. You know, I don't know what the blindfold and the handcuffs were for, and let me tell you, the underwear you made me change into was completely inappropriate. You drew Frank look, on the look, Frank look, Allen's face on the front. You promised. I was jealous of those undies. You promised me that there would be cake. I have no idea well, who this 
guy is. You have a dead man Wait, talking over him. You've got some loser from high school oh, who's okay. never even said two words to him. You've got a half-conscious uh, alcoholic, and I want to go home. Hey, the other guest I will go. have you know I spoke at least 36 and a half words to him over the course of my life. Can you say that? Mrs. Forehead is still purple. Can you? Gentle. Because you cannot. I, don't, I will not stand you know what? I can't say, Nathan, Ethan, whatever the... Van Etten! What is... I don't... It's care. German! I don't have to go on the internet to solicit... Gentlemen. Strangers. And ladies. Encounters. Okay? And so I that's one up on the I use the yellow I beg pages. Your, I beg your pardon, everyone. Like with most situations, Thomas Alvedison has something to say. First of all, madam, some cake. Thank you. Second of all, I am not dead. I am a time traveler. Interesting fact about me. Can you time travel some cake to me now? Oh, you mean this cake? Now, now, <laughs> when? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's good. Now, now, when is this cake coming from? Oh, that would be telling. All right. Okay. Now, speaking of the cake, we actually, like, we didn't know he had. We were just going to get this other guy, to, the next guest, to buy us cake. Because uh, we found, like, we, we pay attention to Frank. Like, I think, do you know, do you know this guy? You must have I, heard from the show. Possibly. I'm going to, I'm, you know what? I, I feel like I'm greedy doing all the introducing you. I, I, I really insist you introduce him. This is the president. Of the offense, defense. I don't know what he's president of now. It always changes. This is Byron Samuels. Oh, my God. Oh. Mr. President. Yeah. It is a pleasure, a pleasure beyond pleasures to have you here with us today. Well, I always find it pressurable to have myself here as well. I never known it any other way. If I didn't know, I'd probably be asleep or something like that. But I'm, I'm glad to be on the broadcast, and I'm... Glad not to be somewhere else. I could be. I'd get up to some no good, I'm sure. May may I have the honor of shaking your hand, sir? Oh, sure. It's sinking already. Here oh, you go. Oh, it's so firm. Thank you. Such a such a such a such such a strong man. I'm such, gonna sit so, back down. So My excellent. God, you guys are gay. Well, I don't know. I think uh, all the homosexuality is another. Uh, it's all conspiracy, is what it is. You know what it is? It's. People are only homosexual as part of a conspiracy to get people of the same sex to love each other. Yeah! That well sounds that. like a hypothesis. That's, what, that's all they're trying to do. If you see homosexuals together, they're never with people of the opposite sex. Unless they're just friends. What? That is a very astute observation. I never actually noticed that. Well. That is... Ex that is you might be onto something there. I'm, I'm onto everybody. You might be. I'm, I'm onto them. Alice, do you have something to say? What? Do you, do you have well, yeah. Does anybody have? Uh, I'm interested in my wisdom here. I, I'll tell I you. I'm right interested now. in your wisdom. Uh, all right. So, what do you want to know? I. Uh, well, we're here to, we're well, here to talk met, about Frank. Yeah, yeah, you've met Frank Allen, haven't you? Well, yeah, I met this guy. I've met him a few times. First of all, Frank Allen. He's on a, he was on the radio, and he tried... Well, first of all, he yeah, made me the he, multiple debatier. He was on the radio, yes. Which he, means he I'm was, right about that. Debatier, yes. And then he, he kind of duped me into paying for Chinese food. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something Frank would do. Well, it seems like he's a man of his means, as if to convince 
Mr. President of his I think that skill was, in speaking. It was a lesson in frugal living. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean everything. He's he he does have a method to his madness. He is a silver-tongued charmer. He that really is, is the way that he brought me into the world of debating and eventually introduced me to my beautiful wife. Well, all this debating's fine. I think it's 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 super. It's super it, when they say it's super but it's not necessary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's super flu. I I was coughing a lot after that debate. I had the super flu, and I'm telling you right now, I'm I was already right about everything. I'm the multiple debateator. So why why'd you bring somebody on who's right about everything if you have people other on who's miscorrect? Ah uh, yes, those are words. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you are uh, totally talking right now. Exactly. Well, I I tell you right now, I I do everything according to the missionary. The, the the missionary and I, I I tell you right now I I might as well have wrote that thing because uh, half the, the half the words there is ain't in that. Is that true? What, well, what, what roads, I just what said roads, it. What, what more proof? What, what more what uh, words, evidence? What, what, you what need? words are not in the missionary? Missionary for one. I tried to look up. I you know I thought it would be precursion if I looked up missionary in the missionary and there wasn't in there. Sir, as the man who invented English. Thank you for what you have done. Well, I accept your platitude for that. Did you did you invent it or did you patent it? Both. Both. Okay. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it does make sense though. Yes. Forgive me for the silly question. Oh no, don't worry about it. I tolerate silly questions all the time. Excellent. All right. Well, I I, I better. I, you guys gonna get to overthrowing something or what? Uh, and I think that that's more of a Jordan thing. Yeah. Assassin. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that Jordan, Jordan that crazy fans. Jordan. Yeah. Oh man. All right, um, so, like, we had four people on who've met Frank Allen. I'm one of them. Totally. Yeah. Well, I, I was the other one's met Frank Allen. I, I, I think he owes me for dinner, but apart from that, that was some good Chinese food, considering it came all the way from China. Did it actually come from China? It's Chinese food, otherwise... Oh, that, came, oh, that's, yeah. yeah, I guess I, that would make sense. If it was Chinese food, it would have to have come from, from China, because it's, uh, it's false advertising if it's not. Right. Correct. Right. Okay. And you can't say false things on TV. Right. That's like that's like saying it's a Persian rug. I've analyzed the advertising. Yeah. All of it's gonna try and get you to buy things. Like Chinese food and Persian rugs. Right. Gotcha. You you watch them advertising for uh, for Chinese food. It's gonna try and get you to buy it. Now you want some uh, you want some generous advertising and something to try to get you to sell things. You'll never find it. Why? Because you're not looking hard enough. That's the value of hard work. Frank Allen. Excellent advice. He understands the meaning of hard work. He really does. Chentlegren, I think that there was a question of the week. Or perhaps a question of the week. Yeah. Mentioned earlier. Question of the week. So, are they canon? I beg your pardon? I mean, are you referring to my guns? I have been working out. No, the the home tapes. Let's, let's like, finish on the question of the week. I I agree with that. Yeah. Let's let's finish. So, Uh. so... Final chime-ins for the question of, of the, the week. week. Cheryl. Oh. oh. Should this I have Excuse me, this is awesome cake. Thank you. This is good. My wife Evelyn made it. It looks quite excellent. Amazing. <laughs> All right. I can, tell, um, I can tell by how you're rubbing it across your breasts. Oh, it's vergalicious. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, what I want to know. I tend to no, do that. No, 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 no. What I want to know is if he time traveled us cake from before he was dead, is it bad now? 
No. I don't think it tastes maybe, good enough. I... Wait a minute. Why don't you just time travel Frank Allen here <gasps> now? Oh, God. I just had a oh, great man. idea. My God. Well, you know what? Why Guys. not? Like, let's not even go halfway. Let's time travel him as an infant and we can Why can't him ourselves. We can ask him if it's a part of the canon ourselves. Nathan Van Etten. Speaking, Mr. Alva Edison. Funny you should mention that. Because I remember listening to this recording in the future when podcasts have replaced cars as the primary method of transportation. I am utterly confused, <laughs> but highly intrigued. Please continue. And so I thought to myself, Tom, I thought to myself. Do you say Tom in your head or do you refer to yourself? Of course Tom he does. Tom's Why wouldn't he? I am. A, well, look, I am allowed to call me Tom. Oh. God and I. Tom, I thought to myself, exercising my privilege. Why don't I, Thomas Alva Edison, bring him, Frank Allen, to the moment of this podcast? And then I realized, oh, wait, I can't because I didn't. That makes complete sense. I am dumbfounded. I follow that logic. I, I am yeah. born anew in your logic. It is unfortunate. It would not be the first time. a lot of sense. I'm... Okay. The heavy burden of the time traveler, wizard, pop idol, honorary Green Lantern, and, of course, inventor of the light bulb, Thomas Alva Edison. All right. Christ-like, really. <laughs> All right, so let's go around. Are the home tapes canon? I personally say yes. Me too, because, like, Why not? they've got to count. Otherwise, it's <laughs> they'd be worthless. It's collectors. Man. Yeah. It's what, pristine merchandise. What do you think, Nathan? I think um, it should most assuredly be included as part of the canon unless otherwise specified by Mr. Allen himself, which which I doubt he would turn himself away. I mean, heavens, I can't turn him away, and I'm certainly not him, so I would say yes. Thank you. What about you, Cheryl? This buttercream frosting is homemade, isn't it? Oh, yes. That sounds like a yes. Total yes. Thomas Alva Edison? I've been in universes where the home tapes are not canon. And those are full of Cylons. And so, because and I, am, likes those. I am anti-Cylon, like all cool people. A Cylon like where you get your hair styled? Precisely not. Okay. Therefore, I say that the home tapes are indeed canon. Excellent. All right, this is... Alice, how about you? How home, about tape? What? home tapes, canon or not? Well, no, they don't blow anything up. They're just tapes. Duly noted. Yeah, I got a dissenter there, yeah. She really, she, you really make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there's only one way to settle this. That if we are indeed doing this in the Frank Allen fashion. Mud wrestling. Do we, do we flip a coin? We must. We must. Flip well, I haven't coin. put in my three cents yet, have I? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well. President, how can we forget you? Here's the thing. If, you, if you're saying something didn't really happen, that's part of a conspiracy for friction. And I, I believe that friction's just a conspiracy to make people believe things that ain't the truth. I'll tell you right now, all this, all this friction out there, it's all lies. None of the friction you read ever really happened. So if you're trying to tell me that the home tapes didn't really happen, that they're friction, I'm against it. So if the friction if friction if the friction doesn't happen, uh, you don't get rashes. If the friction doesn't happen, 
No resistance. I'm I, I, I resisting the friction. If there's no friction, nobody resists me. I get my, I'm the meltable debatier. It's the way it ought to be. Right. Makes, that makes sense. Your debatiation aside, sir. Right. I have no choice but to argue in favor of friction, given that I am currently, along with my wife, of course, expecting a child. Well, I, I thought Indeed. that I thought that a Bless podcast about Frank Allen would be the best time for me to talk about my plans for the future. Now, Congratulations, are, are yeah. you, or the you, past, technically. Are you worried that your son might time travel out of the womb? Don't be ridiculous. We have fields for that. Oh. All right. Who wants to flip the coin? If oh, I my. could be given the dubious honor. All right, Nathan. Should, you should you knew Frank early. Did okay. you flip coins in high school? You know what? The ones that like he pogs. did, the ones that he did, never came back. So we can't really tell whether or not they really were flipped. I by hope you him. don't mean he was stealing pennies. I, you know what? They were always his to begin with. All right, flip it. All right. Well, what counts for what? Tails is tail. Tails means they're not canon, and heads means they are. Yeah, are canon. Ladies and gentlemen, the flipping of the penny. It's heads. They're yeah. canon. They're canon. They are canon. They are totally. Cannon. And I have a lot of awesome. the most of them. All right. More is many. Well, less than Frank, maybe, probably. But, okay. Well, yeah, I do have less than Frank. All right. But that was, that was frankly speaking, from the podcast of the Alienist Society, episode 41 or, uh, or one. Episode 40 and one. 40 and one. 40 and one. Uh, That's 41. Um, good night. I'm, I'm Hank Fallon. And uh, I'm Ed Jones. Until next time, and uh, our thank you, thank you very much to our guest, Mr. Nathan Van Van. Etten, not Etten. Van. I was never a was president, sir. Buren, but Cheryl, say goodbye, your host. Ooh, Frank Allen. I think she's drunk on whatever that buttercream was filled with. Oh, butter. Oh wow. Uh, and cream. Oh wow, you. Yeah. You, sir. That's the that's the secret. What a and man. Thank you, Thomas Alva Edison. What I, a I good never man. get tired of hearing <laughs> about that. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mr. Alva Edison, thank you very much for, for having us. Uh, Ms. Wilcox, um, enjoy your stay in Mr. Edison's nickel uh, fortress. Uh, oh, thank you, Tom Franken. That's not my name. <laughs> so many questions. And, and President Samuels, thank you. Well, you're welcome. Glad to be here and uh, and uh, promote my my views and all that. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for thank you. Until next time. All right, so Frank, uh, that was frankly speaking, as you can tell, not not a ripoff of your show. What did you think? That was the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. I am so amazing. I am struck by how I can move people to that much feeling and that much... I am I am very impressed with myself right now. I am incredibly impressed right now. Well, good, I guess. I mean, I don't know if that's what you're supposed to get from it. What else could I possibly get from it? They, there's people who wanted to put together just a show just talking about me. Not only 
that, but they've done it 40 times. This was the 40th episode. I wish I could hear the other 39 episodes. I could wish I could hear the next one. Are we going to get another one? I hope so. Well, I hope we do too, because I, that is, I am pretty impressive that I could get, move people to speak 40 times about how great I am, record bits. You know, and guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you. I don't ha I don't have those original home recordings of my shows anymore. Uh, if you've got them, you've got more than I do because I had to sell them when I was, um, well, when I was ho homeless. Some of them I sold and some of them I, 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 I sold to people who needed to tape over things. So some of them don't exist, but I, but I would love to hear what you've got. I, you've, like I said, you've got more than I do. And now I, now that I have a place to stay with, with Rory, I could, uh, I could, could have them again. So let me get this straight. You you know you you listen to that episode and these people were great, and all you have to say is that you're amazing. Well, I clearly, and I think they would agree with me. I don't think that that's a. I mean, guys, l let me know what was your name, Hank, right? Hank and Ed. I mean, you tell me if I'm not awesome, you tell me. But I'm pretty sure that they think I am awesome. That's why they do the show. That's the whole point of that show was that I'm awesome, and I hope that they are keeping up with Exposed and, and, and finding out about things that they're curious about regarding serial killers because I am very pleased, very pleased with myself right now. I'm very pleased with myself. Wow, you are kind of impressively egotistical. I don't even, I don't even believe it practically how egotistical you are. What do you want me to say? Well, you could compliment them on their great show. Well, yeah, obviously it's a great show, but it's great because of me. What? How, how does that work? Because, I mean, look... Again, it's about the subject matter. Oh, so the reason that Tractor Fiction was great was because Jack Chick is so awesome. No, because then we were making fun of him. They're not making fun of me. They're celebrating me. Ugh, Frank. Ugh, just... All right, well, we've got some, we've got some, a couple of letters. We've got two uh, emails to get through, so I want to get through them really quick. Um, hopefully everybody else at home enjoyed Frankly Speaking as well. Um, please write in to us, castinwax at gmail.com. That's castinwax at gmail.com. Clearly, now, listen... I've said before that you can affect the show, that you can become part of the show, that you can change the, the nature of the show by writing into us. Now it's really been proven. They sent in radio serials and they're playing on the show. Just write into us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If it's going to become more of a chat-based show, just send us weird ideas. Send us weird questions. Send us like crazy things where you're like, what do you guys think of the Martians that landed in Jamaica? That didn't happen, okay? But how about if there was something that did happen that was weird? Or, or if you had, you know, opinion-based questions, what's the best kind of artichoke? I don't think I've ever had an artichoke, and I don't want to. But the point is, just send us questions. Send us questions. Send us things to talk about. Send us anything. Anything. You can affect the nature of the show. So anyway, here, speaking of which, we have another letter from Charles Berman, because um, he heard the last podcast when I said I hadn't listened to them and things like that. So, um, Frank, could you read this? Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, Jordan. Enjoyed the latest episode of your podcast. Thought we'd send you some more shows we have made, though we still lack an entertaining podcast full of colorful characters for them. Hope you enjoy these, too. Looking forward to your comments and constructive feedback. Also, I hope Frank was flattered rather than insulted by Frankly Speaking. Hank and Ed really put their hearts into it. I really don't think they were trying to rip him off. Uh, and attached are uh, a show called Thomas Alva Edison Illuminates You, uh, Robot Zombie Hunters, and Slam Jackson Adventurous Episodes 2. And it's signed by uh, Charles, Dan, Pete, Jer, Angela, Ed, Mickey, Jackie, Spoon, Julia, Cheryl, Hank, and Dave. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. That is a lot of people. Um, oh, gosh, you know, in fact, not only is that a lot of people, but we didn't give credits on the last episode, did we? Uh, 
the episode we just listened to. You know why? Because I don't know everybody who's in it. I know Hank Fallon obviously was in it, and I know Ed Jones was in it, and I know Thomas Edison was in it, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know, some of the people might not have, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, guys, you should t- make sure to tell us uh, who's in every episode, and I'll make sure to give them proper credit. But at any rate, yeah, you guys do have a podcast that's going to be playing your, your serials now because I'm going to be doing it because they're great. You guys are doing a terrific job. Uh, thank you so much. You know, and like I said, listeners, you know, this is your cue. Send stuff in to me. Send, send in your ideas for what I should be talking about on this show. Send in your ideas for Frank. Send in your ideas for Rory. Send in your thoughts. Send in your job offers. Send in your money. Send in your food. Whatever you want to send in. Uh, we have one other letter. I guess I'll read it. Uh, Dear Jordan, I am writing in to ask if you need any serials. I am an avid writer-actor working out of the Long Island area and would be most happy to assist in Cast and Wax any way possible. Also, thank Mr. Sinjin for giving me that historical reading. I do understand it would have been a little more clear if I had paid. And I think Rory would definitely agree with you there. This is signed Bill M., uh, who wrote into us last time as well. I think I think uh, Rory would agree with you that the more money you pay him, the better of a reading you get. Um so, yes, it was free, and, uh, you know, it wasn't the best reading I've ever heard. But it was good. He, You know, he did something for nothing, right? So that's always a plus. It's very difficult to get Rory to give things away. Well, you would know. You're in his apartment. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I, It's very difficult. I, I have a hard time scrounging up food ever because he just he doesn't want to part with it. You're still not paying for food. I, I haven't been showing my stuff. What do you want? Uh, anyway, um, Bill, uh, do I want any more radio show serials? I mean, as I've just demonstrated, I'm willing to play them. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not considering this an open invitation for all radio serials. But, you know, who knows? Uh, do it for yourself. Don't do it for me. You know, make radio serials because you want to make radio serials. And then if I like them, maybe I'll put them on the show. You know, we'll have to see. I, the, to be honest with you, I'll be totally straight with you. People who sent me those other ones are people I know really well. And I don't think I, I, don't think I know you. But who knows? The point is, I'm happy that you're listening to the show. And I'm happy that you want to contribute. Make a radio serial. You'll never know. You never know what will happen. The worst thing that could possibly happen is that you make a radio serial and you are very happy with it. And you send it to me and I go, I'm not really into sending it. It's putting it on the podcast. And then you can make your own podcast. So there's no downside. There's really no downside. It's lots of fun. They're, they're terrific good times. I'm, and again, I'm so glad you're, you're listening and I'm so glad you're writing in. So anyway, um, hopefully everybody enjoyed Frankly Speaking. Write into us, castandwax at gmail.com. And that is about it for me and Frank, right? Uh, what do you think, Frank? Is that about it? Yeah, I mean, that's, I, seriously, I'm very pleased with myself right now. So I couldn't be happier. No, 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 no more arrogance. So um, I guess that's about it for the show. Um, and we're going to wrap it up. By going back into the song, into the song, like we always do. And, um, I definitely know there will be an episode next week, so make sure you listen next week, because we should have a special guest on the show with this, all four hosts, and a fifth host, too, so, enjoy. I like the one about cutting people open, its composition was tight. I wrote a similar one about a rope and I'll read it to you when the time is right Perhaps you'd like to go out with me I promise we'll have a good time I've been perusing your pretty poetry And wondering if you'll be mine I promise you I will bring you flowers Dance with you in the starlight uh, Have entertained me 
on the internet for hours And I'll repay you if it takes all night So perhaps you'd like to go out with me I promise we'll have a good time I've been perusing your pretty poetry And wondering if you'll be mine Please be mine I suck. <laughs>